Hi, this is Steve. Can't get to your call right now, so please leave a message. Thanks. To page this person, press 5 now. Steve, you little bitch. You are a freaking asshole. You say, hey, Josh, let's podcast a night early. One night early. So I, I adjust my plans for you. I say, hey, when when do you want to do it? You say, hey, eight eight thirty. It's eight thirty six, bro. Eight thirty six. If that's the way you see it, then so be it. Podcasters unite, we only pop when we find anemic. Yes, you too may branch a Joshua tree and check the leaves in. This recipe has to be on the dot so long as it even even. Who's Josh? I'm not saying he's a podcaster. He's not messing with no PTPT. The side of your transmission is quite lethal. You are now entering streams of the super church people. Happy 50th, Josh. Happy 50th, Steve. Hey, we're on iChat right now, right? Go ahead and look at what I'm sending you. <laughs> <laughs> well, back at you there, buddy. Yeah. That's really uh, nice of you. See, that's impressive. Come on. Gee, can you just type that up real quick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh sent me a big finger. Yeah. You know how some people finger. do, like, you know, the happy face that's winking? <laughs> yeah. That's Josh's little signature. <laughs> I've got, I used a finger. I'll put it on our description so everyone can see yeah, I need to paste that. I'm going to copy and paste that. Yeah, that's good shit. <laughs> no, I, ha- I have it saved just because it's like I found it once and I was like, oh, that's good. Well, for the next time I don't want to respond to the Davids <laughs> from Tulsa. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Stupid church can... person of the, the millennium. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so let's see. So it's our 50th podcast. Many thought we wouldn't make it. I didn't. Many, uh, you didn't. Many didn't expect us to uh, still be standing. They <laughs> thought maybe the Tony Joneses of the world would would do us in, or the church from what was that church? Westboro Baptist. Yeah. Uh, you know that that they would come pick at us or something. Because they hate fags. And yeah. Steve is quite a fag. And so I think that uh, after fifty podcasts, you know, um, we just. We thought of doing something special, and then we just um, then I changed the date on Josh and decided to do something early, and uh, so <laughs> yeah, that ruined that. And uh, just the last minute, I thought, hey, let's do it tonight, and um, so here we are. So fifty podcasts, we've made it. Uh, I just don't know what to say. I'm speechless. Are you? <laughs> I was going through our stats just so people can know, so we can talk about how great we are. Yeah, let's talk about how great we are. Let's talk about how great we are. There's going to be other people who have like a podcast they just started, and they're going to be like, dude, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I just think it's interesting. Like I said, you know, I was talking to you before we started. I mean, I can't believe that since we started, we've had 85,000 like downloads yeah. of all our podcasts. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's just... I speechless. Yeah, but like eighty thousand of them were you. <laughs> You're like free download. Uh, kind of uh, sixty four thousand. Gotcha. But anyway, so it's just it just to me the you know as we talk about you know leaving ministry or doing all these other things and you know the goal of all communicators are, is to reach people and we didn't start the podcast just to talk to ourselves we started it because we thought we had something to say. And, you know, hey, ego's a part of it. We admit that. 
And and so I'm glad that we reached number 50. We should have been here sooner, like a year ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we did like 25 the first year, <laughs> and then it's taken us two years to do, or whatever. It yeah. seems like it's taken us forever to get to number 50. But here we are. Here we yep. are. You get, any, you get any special music or something you can play for our 50th, like, like a sound effect or something? What would be the sound effect that would symbolize our 50th? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got the right one. Oh. Boo. <laughs> or or the gong show. Do we get off the stage? Yep, we should get off the stage. So tell me about going to church. You went to church this last week. I think it's appropriate that we have our fiftieth and we used to you know, we used to do this in a church. We used yep. to do the podcast in a church. Yeah. No, That's I went funny. I went to my brother's church, you know, he really wanted me to go see him play. Um it was awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. It's a smaller church, um, you know, that's trying not to be too trendy, but in trying not to do so, they're being extremely trendy. <laughs> but they, they're still pretty cool. I mean, I, I really like it where they're they're not trying to be too polished. Um, it, it, it's just refreshing to see when, you know, you and I are around, you know, Saddleback. We see these big productions and... This is definitely not a big production. So I think yeah. if I end up going back to church, uh, or should I say, when I go back to church, or if I do, um, I'll probably start at least start off with this one to, and hope to God this one <laughs> works. Um, yeah. It was good. It was good. It was weird. It's always weird for me in the uh, to sit in the uh, in a pew. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and go oh, it was a pew. It was a pew church. Oh yeah, definitely a pew, poo poo pew church. Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much. I don't want to disclose too much, just because I don't want people to bash my brother's church. Um, but no, it, I enjoyed it. Anyway. Yeah, God knows there's not, you know, a lot of churches with pews. We yeah. want to identify yeah. which church it is. No, no, because I, I was going to go further, but I, I stopped myself. It has pews, and it, it has, has pews. carpet. <laughs> it has a, and it has a pulpit. <laughs> it has a baptismal. It has a baptismal. Hmm, so it could be of the Baptist variety. Ooh. <laughs> or, see, I don't even know what church he goes to. There does it have like the does it have like the baptistry like that's up high behind where the choir sits? You know you and it's got like the glass thing so you can see the water in it. No, you need to even think more minimal. You need to think big church with a small chapel. Their church, okay. their church is the small chapel, right? If that makes sense. Or you go to the you go to the Christian camp. Their church is that little chapel that's on the little hill that you go pray okay. at. And spiritual, you know, we're gonna have AM worship at the small chapel, you know. AM worship. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's a, it's a, and it's not mandatory. Those, yeah. those really spiritual kids that want to exactly. come, yeah, and there's like eight that show up. Yeah, <laughs> and it's always the ones that are like, like, leaning back and forth, bobbing their heads, just yes, raising Jesus. their hands. Yeah, exactly. Hands. And you're like, yeah, yeah. You, you guys look like a fucking. And they're cult. crying. They're yeah. crying. <laughs> well, no, I, I um. I just remember the baptistry in my church was behind where the choir sits, and then it had the glass or the plexiglass or whatever it was. I think it was glass, and then you could see the water in the baptistry. You know? Ooh, and and yeah, so, yeah. So you, oh, uh oh, phone's ringing. Jesus, hold on, pause. So, so anyway, what? that was that, that was, was Jesus. Sorry. 
That was I, glorious. Yeah, that was Jesus calling to say, quit making fun of my children at camp. <laughs> my children at camp. They're <laughs> reaching out at me. <laughs> some reason, what I did, Jesus, I did a black man. <laughs> yeah, well, I honestly think Jesus was kind of black. I think... I don't think he was a black from the hood, though. I don't think he was like, yo, man, take care of my children. Oh, that's that's like Mr. T. <laughs> that's a Mr. T black. <laughs> Jesus is like rolling down the street with the cross on his back. He's like, I like big crosses and I just can't lie. <laughs> Those other brothers just can't deny. Hey, did you see Did you see that Ninja Nun on MySpace put um, pimp juice? Did you see a comment no. on the thing? It was uh, pimp juice. It was like a Coca-Cola can, but it had pimp juice written on it. Nice. And I put, uh, hey, don't don't uh, be putting down and light and slandering the pimps of our world. Yeah, like Steve so, Chastain. Yeah. Anyway, you have to read our Josh's post on Jesus Juice to get that joke. But anyway, um, so Josh went to church. He went to a small little church, and um, he, which he hey, I. Oh, I we were talking about the baptism, that's right. But yeah, anyway, I ahead. do want everyone to experience a quick demo of the band. Oh, okay, sure. Okay, just because their music is a little different, but like if you're a musician, you'll love it. If you're trying to be um, attracted and entertained, you won't. <laughs> like okay. I, that, I almost like that. So, so here okay. again, this is a demo. This is not what it's going to end up sound like. It's straight from the soundboard. So. Okay, cool. Here we go. Let it roll. My Jesus is a rock in the weary land, all the weary land, weary land. My Jesus is a rock. In the weary land, he's sheltering the time of storm. My Jesus is a rock in the weary land, the weary land, all the weary land. My Jesus is a rock in the weary land, he's sheltering the time of storm. I know I've been converted, oh Lord, I ain't ashamed. Jesus is my captain. He angels on side my All oh, Jesus is rock in the weary land. All oh, the weary land, the weary land. My Jesus is a rock in the weary land. He's sheltering the
<laughs> that's a, hey, is that the right thing to do after you play a song? <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Sorry. You, you just laughed at that band. That's not no, very funny. No, I love it. I really enjoy it. At least you didn't do What? <laughs> at least you didn't go. At least you didn't go. No, no, no. No, I liked it. No, I, say, I say one digit up. Yeah, okay. And, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, no, you know the hymn Higher Ground? Yes, yes. Okay, they they did the hymn earlier in the service, Higher Ground, normal way, with all guitars. My brother was playing the, the I think, mandolin on that one. Okay. And then the, for the offering, which I didn't give a cent to, but they told me not to, so I didn't. Uh, they redid the whole song, Higher Ground. And oh, my, cool. my brother played the dobro, which he plays in that song. That's my brother with the little slide guitar. Um, uh-huh. Honestly, it was the best higher ground I've ever heard in my life. Hmm. Like, I can't wait for these guys to record CD. It's phenomenal. But You know, my feelings toward the church and you going to church, and, and I, I mean, again, I'm just so ambivalent towards it all. Like, I just, yeah. um, I, I need to look up ambib- ambivalent, but I think I am. Um, but I just, I, I hear about you going to church and I'm like, that's great. You know, I hear about somebody else going to church. Uh, yeah. I was talking, I was talking to a friend the other night and, um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. And she said she was going to go to church the next day. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I think cause we were at a bar and she said she was going to church the next day and I went, okay. Um, because she was getting hammered. Nice. Uh, but anyway, I was I was just laughing about that. But my thought is, that's cool. Go to church. Uh, again, it's not about people going to church. It's not. I'm not putting down people that go to church. I just right now for me, not interested. Ambivalent. I totally understand. Ambivalent. There I think you, you should go if you want to. I think that if you don't want to go and have a spiritual life, you should go. You know, not go. So I don't well, get no, this. You whole... can have a spiritual life outside the walls of church, and it's funny because the whole time they were they were talking, the whole sermon was pretty much about excommunicating people from the church. Oh, perfect! You know, and that that's why I I did a blog that was funny because all of a sudden the the pastor, associate pastor, gets up, turns around, and he does the whole "Is my mic on? Can you guys hear me? Okay, okay." He looks up and he's like. <laughs> Hey Josh, <laughs> and then looks at me. Everyone turns around, and looks at me. My face gets red, and he just continues with the sermon. And oh, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is gonna be amazing." That's funny. Well, so, at least somebody knew you. Yeah, exactly. You know? And somebody noticed you were there. <laughs> of course, that's such a no-no in traditional church, you know. Yep. So that was kind of nice. So it's small enough that he felt like he could say something. I mean, it's like it's like the church too I went to in Florida, you know, that I told you about. Yep. They would, they, it was basically them sitting there and then they'd go, um, who brought a friend? Why don't you tell us, introduce them? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> you know, and, and Sharon's sitting there and she goes, this is my friend Steve. He's from California. <laughs> and I go, hey, everybody. He has a website, <laughs> stupidchurchpeople.com. Well, yeah, that was later <laughs> when I was talking to the pastor that came out. But um, yeah. uh, that was awkward. Or the or the priest or whatever he was, I felt really weird. You know, Father, forgive me for I have a site called Stupid Church People. But uh, <laughs> but no. And then afterwards, during the little break or whatever, they came around and it wasn't just uh, turn to your neighbor. It was walk around and greet those you don't know. Huh. So it was like everybody. It was it was again. You know, it's different. And and I think that's cool. Whatever. I you dig know, just, it though. Like that's yeah. better. 
Yeah, just walk around. They took like a five-minute break. It was like a bathroom break oh or something. Gosh. I don't know. And they just walked around. They mingled. People talked. They, you know, asked me where I was from. It was, and we kind of had a little, you know, circle time where people came up. It was just cool. You know, I thought it was nice. It's a different way of doing it, and that's what I want to see in the church. Kind of like what you just experienced. You know, you, yeah. And it's I, something different. You know. I also want to say about this church that they uh, don't have any dim lighting. They're not playing okay. with your emotions that way. And when you walk in between services, there's no music playing. There's nothing. There's right. just an empty room. Right. With a well, fan one, on because it's kind of hot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, one of the, yeah. It's just different. Now, you know, and also I know, you know, I haven't gone to every church in the world. I'm just talking about the type of churches that I was around, which yeah. were seeker-sensitive, seeker-driven, you know, that whole um, kind of, church growth slash emergent type. Win souls for Jesus. Yeah, yeah, by using Evan Almighty, you exactly. know, clips. Exactly. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, have you seen the new thing, Ark Almighty? Have you seen that? No. What's you got to go to arkalmighty.com. It's, uh, it's basically, it's youth specialties putting it together, and oh, they're, they're, they're putting out okay. this whole deal where you, um, it, it's actually not a bad idea. It's just, I, I tried to sit there and find a way to make fun of it, um, and I guess I could, but I, I'm not sure. It, I don't like it just in principle, but I don't know specifically why I don't like it yet. It, it's not like they're doing anything wrong. They're talking about churches using this website, and you create like a like a little MySpace or a Facebook page for your church through this website, and then people post needs that they have, and then other people post skills that they have, ah. and they try to meet together you know, people's skills with people's needs. I, I don't know. It's not a bad idea. I just... Um, Ark Almighty, though. I thought... It's got on a big fat guy walking on the screen. Well, talking. that's John Goodman. That's John Goodman from Roseanne Bar Show. Yeah. Wait, let me refresh my page here. Yeah, that's John Goodman. Come back, John. He's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, big old, big old hefty dude. So, he must love Jesus. But um, anyway, I guess some guys with um, with uh, youth specialties had some something to do with the Evan Almighty yeah, project. So. Willow Creek as well, huh? So yeah, <laughs> there you go. Anyway, so Evan Almighty looks like it blows, so that's good. <laughs> I know it's yeah. been getting horrible reviews. Well, that's good. I, know, I, and, I just hate that Steve Carell is going to be getting horrible reviews. He's awesome. Well. I was watching. You know what? It's it, it's it's the material. You know, he could yeah. only do so much, and it just looks like every clip I see, like they've been showing extended clips during the office. It just doesn't look that good. Yeah, he, he's going. He's going. Da da da. Oh my god, my beard's growing. My beard's growing. You know, it's like okay. You know, it yeah. Just, it just bugged me. I anyway, hear you. Bugged me. So um, yeah. So speaking of youth spe- youth specialties, we could talk about my latest blog. Um, yes. Youth Ministry Hijinks. And I was over on Marie's blog, which is, um, I can't remember the name of her blog, but Unbelievably Believable. And uh, she's a she's a young lady. I think she's, I don't know, maybe she's, I don't know how old she is. But anyway, she's, she's talking a lot about uh, her transition from church, out of church, and now struggling with faith issues as well. But her, um, her, one of her latest posts was about the youth ministry and how it spent all this energy and money on, on drawing kids in with these games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I just commented on that and just saying that I, I wrote a sentence that I kind of regret writing. 
where I wrote that some of what I did throughout my years in ministry was outright manipulation and, and a subtle form of child abuse. And uh, Wait, I guess why, my why do you take that back? Why do you? Well, I'm not taking. I don't taking it back. I just say I regret it because it's out of context. It was a thought I had in my mind, and I didn't fully explain it, so it makes me sound like kind of see. Weird. But me, from who is in it with you, I understand it. I, I I think I get what you were trying to say. I know I know you didn't abuse children, certainly. You know, but I understand what you're saying. I mean, yeah, you abuse them maybe spiritually. I, I think that what I did, um, especially when I was younger in ministry, was um, take advantage of kids' emotions by oh, yeah. and manipulated their emotions and mistook that for helping them grow spiritually. Exactly. And so, um, and a lot of that was just me being a kid leading kids, you know. And they and somebody reposted this post on their website. It's a website called Rethinking Youth Ministry, something like that. And uh, he commented on it, and and I went. I kind of talked over there how you know I was eighteen. To, I was eighteen years old when I started in youth ministry as a youth pastor, and that's just too young, you know. Mm-hmm. And eighteen to twenty-two, you just don't know anything, you know. You just don't. So I don't have a problem with young people. But you people. think you do? Oh, totally. <laughs> it's nineteen-year-old syndrome. You think you know everything there is. You're now an adult. Oh, let yeah. me fix you. <laughs> and I don't. And again, I don't have a problem with young people entering ministry. That's not what I was saying in the, in my post. Or, or I, even young people loving kids. Young people leading young people. I, I don't think it's a problem. I think that yeah. when you're put in charge of a ministry at that young of an age, there's some certain amount of spiritual growth and and actually more physical and emotional growth that you're going through and you're still trying to figure the whole thing out yourself. Yeah. And I just think it's way too important. I think it's way too important to put somebody 20 years old in front of a youth group. I just I don't care how small the church is. Um I think we do that and somebody mentioned it on the side. I think we do it cuz we're lazy. Yeah. I think we do it cuz we're lazy and you didn't actually start in full-time church ministry. You were more of a volunteer at that age. And I don't think that's a problem having volunteers that are at that age. Um, yeah, but but, I, but they they push you. They push you to continue. So you know, by age uh, nineteen, I was a paid intern. Right. You know, by age twenty one, I was a paid youth director. I was in charge of a full twenty. No, I was twenty at the time, and I was in hmm. charge of a full youth ministry. Right. You know? Yeah. Now, I I have a question for you, though, on your blog that kind of stood out to me, and I think other people, because I read the comments. So you kind of end end the thought by saying, then go out and hire a 30-something youth pastor, preferably a woman. Mm -hmm. Be prepared to pay them well so they will stick around. I understand the pay them well. You know, I don't even have to ask what well means. It means, you know, so they can actually live. <laughs> you know, I because mm-hmm. I know in Southern California, it's just poverty they offer youth ministers, right. which was funny about this church. When they introduced the new youth minister, I could have pointed him out in the crowd. Right. Um, but why a woman? Why would it be preferred for a youth ministry? Well, I... I think I put that for a couple of reasons. Um, 
one is as um, to get reactions out of people. To be honest, <laughs> well, no, I I understand that, yeah. But um, but that's one one reason. Um, because I think that what the church does is everything but do that. I think that I think it's a good old boys club still. I think it's mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 male dominated. I think that that male pastors and churches led by mostly men don't value women. They I don't totally think that agree. women. I don't think they think, and I know I didn't think that women could do the job as well as I could. Um, but I see things totally different now, being in the workforce, and I, and and then specifically, what I also feel, and this is my friend Jenny over at Steeples and People is probably going to give me a, an earful for this, but because I think it's a sexist, uh, maybe it's not really sexist. Uh, I guess I guess I just see that women are a little bit more, in my opinion. Um, a little less interested in their ego, a little a little less interested in in um, stepping up a ladder. I think they're more committed to a job and sticking with a job. I think they're less worried about leaving their mark on the world and making a statement about being powerful and all this other stuff. I think they're, I think I think women are more organized than men. I mean, I know these are generalities. As a, as a, yeah, as a majority. You I think I'm. Say, I know yeah. I'm being. I know I'm being general, yeah. but I'm just saying. Here's here's what I'm. Here's what I've learned, and I and I could be completely wrong, and maybe I'm an idiot, and and well, we know that. Well, and um, we're fine with that, because <laughs> if you're not, f you. We're gonna type, try to stop cussing. The type, <laughs> the personality type of male, that's predominantly pursuing youth ministry, and mm-hmm. even a senior pastorate from that, is a certain people type. And I just think that that is very ego driven, myself included. And and I guess what I'm saying is I think that that that's not the place for it. Because because it's easy at that point to be a hero. It's easy for kids to look up to you as a hero and 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 lose sight of really why you're there. And I don't yeah. think a woman in that same position is as interested in that type, building that type of ministry that's built around a personality, she's probably less. And and there's men that are less interested than than others too. I mean, you know, maybe what we need to hire is a bunch of thirty-something youth pastors, men or women, that are a little bit differently gifted or a little what, bit that play w- War of Warcraft all day. <laughs> no, that are that are that are maybe a different temperament. I think no, I, I think what we do. I think what we do in a church. And see again, I, I know I'm going to get slammed for this. So it's really probably not male or female. It's probably just about personality type. Yeah. I think it's. I think the churches get lazy. They hire a young, typically good-looking, uh, athletic, yes, uh, energetic, yes, um, extremely dynamic and charismatic, and they put him in front of the kids. And they say, go get a bunch of kids at the church. Yep. And, and they do the lazy thing. Rather than looking for somebody, and the reason I said woman is just because they usually don't look towards women. Nope. Is hire somebody that's going to stay there, do the right thing by the kids, be less interested in stepping up and stepping, you know, and pay them well so they'll stick around. And I think, I think um, you know, the personality type you need to look for like that is opposite of what most churches do. So You know, anyway. and my thought is, and this is probably the part that's going to send me to hell. I know the Marshall Brothers, or maybe it's just Jeff, Jeff that always says he hates it when I say we're going to hell. But, like, um, I know 
for a fact that, you know, I manipulated kids and, well, no, here, let me rephrase it. Like, I wish we could find youth workers that just wanted to love kids. You know, yeah. we didn't worry about numbers. We didn't care about saving their soul. And that's what I'm saying I'm going to go to hell for. Like, no. who cares about saving their soul? Let's just love them. Right. And that's the problem. We we look at it as, well, you know, Jesus is coming back like a thief in the night. You never know. So you get you got to convert, you know, and I I just don't see it that way. And you ended your blog with, and if all of that sounds too hard, just disband your youth ministry altogether. And I love that because I'm thinking maybe that's the right way to do it. Right. You know, it's just say okay, let's not try and manipulate these kids by offering video games. Every youth ministry I've ever had had video games. Hmm. The last yeah. one had a whole room designated for it. The church didn't even have its own building, but it had a game room. Right. Okay. Yes, a lounge. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, it's it's to manipulate kids that Jesus is fun. Yeah. Jesus never said anything about being fun. Actually, Jesus said it's going to be really hard. Yeah. So it. it if they want to stick to their guns, what they got to do is make church a bitch where it just yeah. sucks. Maybe they need to be more like the Catholic church. Right. If you want to be like reality of if that's what the Bible is. So I, I, I think that was your most powerful statement was just, just to spam it. Well, and the, and the reason I said that is, and, and I tried to, I was trying to make a, a different point there and, and I kind of cleared it up in the comments, but I guess what I'm saying is if if you want your youth ministry to be effective, I just think if you look at statistics and you talk to teenagers and you and from what I recall in the last couple of years, the things I've read, the things I understand about where the church is headed and what's happening in the church, and I know I'm not in the church, but that doesn't mean I'm stupid and don't read about the church. I don't have to be in it to under, to study it and to learn from it. Um, because when you're in the church, you're just consumed about your church, and you just get into this whole mindset of, well, we're doing it. But if you look at the whole, I think statistics will bear out that kids are leaving the churches in groves. Kids are not sticking with the faith. They're moving away from faith. And if the Christian church is supposedly having such a strong youth ministry, well, the statistics aren't showing it. And my point was, do something different. Do yeah. something different than what you're doing. If you keep doing what you've always been doing, you're going to keep getting the results that you've always been getting. And youth ministry, by and large, is ineffective. It has been ineffective for years because we do the same thing. We're doing the same things and we're getting the same results. And so my thought is, hey, you've been putting young people in charge of young people all these years, whether you're a small church or a big church. You've been doing that. Well, why don't you try something different? And most of it has been predominantly male. Well, why don't we just take it and change it and do something different? 30-something-year-old women, I don't think there's a lot of them that are youth pastors. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we try something different for a change. And, and I don't know. I just, I just picked a number, 30-something. You know, I you know like... and, the, and the sick part is, is that when I was in youth ministry, you'd go to the Christian camp, right? You'd go to your summer camp at the big camps, and there'd be other churches there. And then you'd mm -hmm. always see that one church. I mean, you'd have to be with a small... I mean, if you went there with Saddleback, Steve, you took over the whole camp. But, mm -hmm. you yes, know, 
We kicked ass, man. Yeah, man. We kicked ass. Took names, bitch. (laughs) We invited all the little churches so they could be awed by us. No, but that's my point. I grew up in the same thing. My from elementary school to high school, my church always took up the whole camp. Okay, but what I'm saying is, when you go to the camp with all the other churches, and then you see that one church that has, you know, the the five kids, the maybe Mm -hmm. ten kids. And yeah, the leader's fifty. Right. You laugh at it. You're like, huh, look at that. This guy right. doesn't even know these kids. And you know, a lot of reason why you laughed at that, Josh, and that I did the same thing, is because you were young. Exactly. You were young, and you're looking at that fifty-year-old. How, how does going, he relate? Oh, he and doesn't he must know not, what they're. Because, and he must not be relating because he's only got ten kids in the group. Exactly. Yeah, but he probably loved them and cared for them more than I did. Exactly. exactly. And, I, and I think that, 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 that um, you know, I, th- I think that we just have to rethink the way we do youth ministry and, and change some things. And, and you're right. We looked around us and we looked at churches that had small youth groups and we tended to think, well, you know, you know I'm not sure. I, pa- power by numbers, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and and I just think that youth ministry is ineffective, and and uh, the reason I pick thirty something is because you know I I wrote today I I think I don't really think my ministry became effective until I was around the age of twenty eight, and uh, I think that's when I actually had a little bit more of a a mature perspective on things, and I wasn't as swayed by the cute little girls in my group that thought I was great. And, uh, I mean, I know I'm going to get take shit for even just saying that over the microphone, but it's true. I mean, when you're 22, 23, and you got the 15, 16-year-old girls who think you're cool. Um, and looking up to you. And like, looking up to you. I mean, it happens to every, yeah, it happens to every youth pastor. And anyone that says it doesn't is lying. Exactly. And, and I can name names, but I won't. <laughs> and you pay attention to those kids that like you, guys and girls. You pay attention to them more, and the ones that don't like you or aren't awed by your awesomeness, <laughs> by your perceived awesomeness, you ignore them. And, and, and you know, anybody can, I know Mark David and all those bitches are going to say, well, Steve, you know what, you, you, um, you were the bad guy. You were yep. the idiot. You know what? No, I was human. I was a young male driven by my hormones and by my ego. And you know what I became? an older male with less hormones but still a big ego because that's the way I thought the world worked. I thought that, that, that you, you paid attention to the people that uh, empowered you and you ignored the people that didn't agree with you. And uh, yeah. anyway, I just think it's, I think it's time that, um, um, I just think it's time that we made a change in youth ministry. So. Well, I think it's funny that, you know, I, over a year ago, what, probably a year and a half ago now, we said, uh, just be done with church. And now we're saying, just just be done with uh, youth ministry. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's a funny turn of events, just that it's like... Well, I will, I will say this, Josh. I think that the hope for the church is youth ministry. I believe that you can make changes within a youth ministry. You can make changes within a church. I do believe that. I just think that, that most pastors are lazy. And most most churches are lazy, and they just they they um they want to keep kids busy and happy, and they don't want to hear from parents, and they don't want it to to affect parents leaving the church because that affects the tithe. So so I just think that that they keep they they really don't give a lot of 
a focus on youth ministry. And so my call out is put a little more money there. Put a little more attention there. And if you do that, uh, I think you'll get different results. But that's just me. So what do I know? Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm so stoked. I, I've yet to comment on your blog just because I, I try not to talk just because I get fired up. And I've been pretty good lately about biting my tongue. <laughs> well, I'm going to write some more about it because, you know, it's something I I've stayed good. away. I think I've stayed away from it for a while, but yeah. um, I think it is the one subject that I actually do have a decent voice in. So, you know, people can say what they want. I stepped away from youth ministry because I no longer felt like it was a call, whatever that means, but I definitely didn't want it to just be a job because I think youth ministry is way too important just to give a half-ass effort. And so when I felt I was doing a half-ass effort, I went and looked for something else to do. And, uh, you know, I think that's honest, you know. So so here we are, number 50. We made it through, and and we're talking now about youth ministry. We're talking about (laughs) the things we started with, you know, and I think that's cool. All right. Well, happy happy birthday. It's not a birthday. Happy. I don't know what you would call this. Yeah, this is just just, uh, a celebration. A celebration of life. Of life. And love and and happiness. And happiness. Amen.